mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 286 of There's No Place Like Tara, the After Hours podcast today. Oh, we're doing it. First watch, rewatch podcast. podcast. I'm Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are After Hours Ing SG Atlantis, season four, episode 11. Be All My Sins Remembered. Yes. A.K.A. How McKay Got His Groove Back. So it's a good A.K.A. Yeah. Or Replikaiju. Replikaiju might be my favorite. (laughs) Mine was A.K.A. Remember How Sam's a Scientist. Oh, right. A.K.A. Do you want me to help you, Rodney? (laughs) (laughs) A fucking hero. Through and through. We need a hero. We need a hero. From the so so yeah for for those of us for those of you this is this is what this episode's going to be guys yeah. um who are patrons there is you your your computer is not fooling you there is no um video this week because it is dark out this week has been a day and this day has been a week and we rely on natural light to light these beautiful faces <laughs> It's been a day. It's been a lot of things going on and happening, and it's just been weird things. And so we got wine, and this is going to get real freaky real fast. This is this is um, to put it in um, husband Jesse's words. Yeah. Well, this may be one I'll listen to just to see how much you guys fall apart. <laughs> we're we're playing fast and loose. It's guys. coming. It's coming. So yeah, we're we're a little. Uh, it's after hours. We've got like the coffee house set up going. We do. We have mood lighting. We got bar stools. We got mood lighting. We, we got couches. We got we're, one. We're just like open micing the mics. Oh yeah. There's no stands. Oh yeah. How was your week? Yeah. It was a week. Huh? It was a week. I survived my first week back in the um, office world. I'm super proud of you. Um, I only had a few minor freakouts. <laughs> I only panic sweat through my clothes five minutes before I left the house once. <laughs> uh, That's good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I only realized that office chairs have been causing me a lifetime of pain once. Mm-hmm. Um, I credit to our pretty cool boss who yeah. was like, I'm going to find who a solution. It was like, I understand this. So if any of any of our listeners who also suffer from hip dysplasia, I feel you and you understand my pain. <laughs> um, I did not watch any. OK, I will say this. I didn't watch anything new. Uh huh. Except for Jungle Cruise, which is fucking adorable. It is shit. the greatest. I, yeah, I've watched. It's fun. It's um, just fun. I did continue to listen. I don't know how I've finished it because I've been listening in short, small bursts to Kith and Kin. Nice. For our Critical Role fans. Um, 
And the other thing that I've been listening to, so I haven't listened to podcasts in like 21 months, <laughs> because if I can watch something with my eyeballs in the background, I was watching, I was catching up on binging shows and everything. Right, right. That makes sense. Home. Yep. Um, again, not shit I need to pay attention to, but like I binged all of Star Trek twice. Yeah. You know? Background sounds and, and, and noises. So yeah. I'm catching up on podcasts. Okay. And I'm catching up on, and I know I mentioned this so long ago that I don't remember ever mentioning it. Hmm. Um, a podcast you introduced me to, Binge Mode. Oh, yeah. They did their MCU walkthrough. They did. They did. So I am re-catching up to where I was, and and, yeah. and I listened to uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. And I believe that's Homecoming. I get the titles of the Spider-Mans, but the one that came out right before Thor Ragnarok. So I'm, okay. I'm finishing up Thor Ragnarok's gotcha. episode right now. And I appreciate them. And I feel like they're my type of humor. They're pretty. They're, I, I do. I do like them. I always. Bitch Mode is one of those podcasts that I listen to and then I forget it exists. Yeah. Until they do another series yeah. or show or something. And yep. I'm like, oh, yeah, Binge Mode. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, they are pretty good. They're a fun one. Um, what have I been doing? I've had no time for anything. Uh, <laughs> Nixie is now witnessing what my days look like at yeah. work. Uh, because I don't think we shared this because we don't share a lot about work. Yeah. But my job title changed fairly recently. It was very exciting. And it's so, things have gone from like, oh, this is cool to, oh my God, I have so much work yeah. to do. We've both had, uh, we've both had small, like, you've had a big one. But on yeah. top of that, we've both had like small, interesting additions to workload. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they sprinkled them in, sprinkled them in, and then they were like, oh, and by the way, Grace, we're also going to give you this big, chunky one. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, by the time I'm done with work, I don't want to talk to people. Mm-mm. I don't want to say words Mm-mm. or hear words Mm-mm. or look at words. Mm-mm. I There have been nights where I come home from work and I, mind you, I love my job. So yes. this is not a complaint. 100%. This is just the amount of peopling that is happening at work that requires for me to then go home, walk the dogs. And then there are days where I just sit quietly on the bed petting the dogs like a like a weird Bond villain. I have been playing more <laughs> Sudoku when I get home yeah. than anything this week just because it's like, oh, this, my brain's going too fast and it's real too loud. Just play some Sudoku yeah. and focus on numbers. Yeah. No, I've been doing a lot of just sit with the boys. I have been putting on New Girl because it's a good soothing show to put on New in the Girl's background. New Girl's really good. Um, I am still watching Yellow Jackets and I okay. am still watching Dexter, the uh, New Blood. Yeah. Both still great. I recommend them. Highly recommend them. I can't wait to see what happens next with Yellow Jackets. That's just getting fucking weird. Can I tell you one show that I think is probably the last show you'd ever expect me to watch? Okay. The premiere of... But I watched the first two episodes of the Sex in the City renew, reboot, new show thing. Blah, blah things. Yeah. You'll have to tell me what that's like. Um, (laughs) I will say this. It, like, it, it, it feels like more of the same, not in a bad way. Okay. Not necessarily in a good way or in a bad way, I will say. Okay. You know, the character flaws and the, um... The the rich white woman flaws that exist in that show. Oh yeah, they try to work with. Oh well, yeah, it was a different <laughs> world twenty years ago. Hundred percent. Is it that and long? I, maybe maybe even more. And at I this think point. they very much are trying yeah. to acknowledge the fact that it's a different world than mm-hmm. when that show premiered. Yeah, 
yeah, I think Second City, eh, maybe someday I'll watch it. <laughs> I never watched it by watching it. It was more of like, people. a lot of people talk about this series, so I'm just going to have it on the background. Yeah. Oh, I did watch, I did finally start watching You, and mm-hmm. this is my review of, of You. Yes. Is if if they could speed it up to like one and a half times, <laughs> it yeah. just moves too slow. It just moves too slow. If you know, like on a podcast, you can speed it up to one point five times. Yes, that they just needed to like speed it up. Understood. I am excited. The new season of Expanse has started, and oh, I yes. very cannot wait to watch it. Do it. Also, again, if you're not watching Dickinson on Apple TV Plus, please watch Dickinson. It's amazing. Also, I've been enjoying Hawkeye, and there is an actress that is similar. The sa- it's the same actress. There's ties. Okay. <laughs> They're, they're tying. They're, yeah. You know what else is January tying? January 4th, <laughs> 2008. Directed by now. Martin Garrow. Direct, written by Martin Garrow. Directed by Andy Makita. This is starting already. Welcome back, Michael Beach. Also, Mitch Pelegi. I don't know why my notes say Mitch Malegi. Mitch Both captains, one episode. Yeah. We do have someone else playing Todd, but fear not. Christopher did voice. Got it. Got the it. The came back did some good ADR. I'm, I'm here for Sounds it. Sounds like our Todd. You know what? It helps when you're wearing that much fucking face. Yes. Uh, stuff. Well, it's like when uh, when I just blanked his name. He was on Andromeda too, but uh, played Michael for that one episode. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, fun. Yeah. Prosthetics no, about. are magic. Prosthetics do what they do. Uh, Michelle Morgan plays Fran. If you watch Heartland, yes. can a good Canadian show Heartland. You've seen her. She's been on every episode since it started, and they're okay. like. 15 seasons in so we'll take it previously on atlantis remember how todd is with us now and and we had start working with him to turn the replicator code off and (gasps) oh i remember my other ak happens during the previously on yeah gotta track them all (laughs) (laughs) replicators aurora ships oh there you go gotta track them all aurora ships Because it's a royal class. I want to track the replicators like no one ever has. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. I want to track where the replicators are. <laughs> I, I want to track. See. I want to see, see them, them jumping. <laughs> okay, we're going to do this. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, we can track the replicators. And, tracky, tracky. And there's a metric fuck ton of them uh-huh. in the galaxy. Uh, I believe the exact number is like 38. Yeah, metric fun ten is pretty close. Yeah. So it's an exact number. Uh huh. So in the control room, John and Ronan are waiting for Taylor. John's a little worried. Mm-hmm. She's late. She hasn't been feeling well lately. Uh, so right now they're they're having to get as many settlements evacuated as they can since the replicators are you know just <laughs> exterminating the human race. Yeah. Yeah. In the galaxy, basically run. It's yeah. going bad times. But they're ahead of schedule, and Ronan just figures Taylor has the flu. Yep. I mean, she definitely caught something. She caught uh, some sort of parasite. (laughs) Uh, She arrives. She explains it's not the flu. (laughs) So (laughs) just glosses over that. Um, So many of these planets that they're trying to help have had basically little or no contact with Atlantis. 
So having galactic locals, yeah, you know, Taylor and Ronan are okay, being key. What a fucking cool band name you just made galactic up. Galactic locals. locals. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. You know where they're playing? They're playing Most in Tomorrowland Isleys. State. Well, yeah, that too. But that's like the galactic locals are a ska band playing yeah. on the Tomorrowland stage. Yeah, that's happening. Hundred percent. It's like the. It's like not not that ska isn't a lot of ska is in this already, but it's definitely the like. Like the the Disney pop ska, yeah, the bouncy, it's say the, Pharisee-er yes. versus the punkier, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh-huh. Uh, so Taylor and Ronan are are being clutch in this situation yep. as they head towards the gate. The gate dials, and instead of them leaving, we watch some of Lieutenant Kemp's team leading a few families to the yep. gates. It's Kemp so bad. himself radios in. They FaceTime. There's a bunch of people who are like, "Hey, I'm not leaving." Yeah. There's always the people that don't want to leave their house yeah. during the hurricane. They're not going to evacuate. You're only causing more trouble for the emergency crews yes. in the long run. 100%. Okay. They also don't trust us. So he asked for Taylor's help because, you know, they don't know Lieutenant Kemp yeah. to trust him for anything. Yeah. Um, And John, you know, John says... Look, that's going to be hard to send Taylor there because the replicators are going to be there in 30 minutes. But we soon hear it's actually like 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, did I say minutes? <laughs> I totally meant seconds. Seconds. Parts of minutes. I said mil- minutes or milliseconds. Uh-huh. Directly overhead, we hear explosions, chaos. <sighs> uh, it's so bad. The, the line just cuts the end of the camera. Yeah. And the gate shuts off. They lose transmission. And Chuck cannot dial the planet again. I do want to point out how great Chuck is going. Yeah. I'd like to think that it all happened in like the last two weeks for yeah. him, like just sitting there, the stress of dealing with yeah. bringing people on and bringing like, don't, but nobody die. Get Listen, back. we know our love of Walter back at the SGC, yeah. like Chuck MVP award on oh, Atlantis. Yeah. Chuck is like, when you see a picture of the president, when he comes into office yeah. versus when he leaves office, <laughs> that's what's happening to Chuck. You're yeah. like, whoa, he aged like 20 years. Just fucking running that gate. That is a yeah. high stress job. Yeah, Walter's actually only like thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and somehow, uh, yeah, that's why his humor has gotten so weird. He's like, "This is a coping mechanism." <laughs> Air but, traffic controllers have nothing on me. Like, what do you even do then when the gut gate just shuts down and you can't dial back? Like, Kemp and half his team are still on the planet, yeah. as well as two hundred people, two thousand people yeah. left in the settlement. You just. You just don't. I do like John's like, keep dialing. And it's like, okay, here I go. <laughs> okay. Pushing this button that I does mean, nothing. It's not going to, the ga- gate's broken. <laughs> Look, did I do it? Did I fix it? There's no <laughs> gate on the planet it's, no yeah. more. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's done, buddy. Credits. Just a, it's Oof. again, it's just a copy mechanism at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's hitting that, um, what am I trying to think of? Oh. You're just you're just hitting that button that's not doing anything anymore. It's yeah. like, well, I'm just gonna sit here. You know what it's like. Remember back in the day when your when your PC would like lose its mind and you would leave a trail of the error window. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you just so yeah. I don't know if you did this, but I did this, and I feel like you probably did just too. kept hitting you escape. Just, well, you just start making patterns with yeah. the window. Oh yeah, it leaves trails. And you're like, uh-huh. I'm just gonna draw I'm a just pretty gonna picture. Draw. <laughs> I'm just gonna draw a dick. Yeah. 
Using this, you start like trying to make something, but it always ends up you're just drawing a dick. Just dicks, just lots of dicks. So above the planet, when we come back, we Mm. see both the Apollo and the Daedalus dropping out of hyperspace. Sam McKay and John are waiting for the colonels to beam down. Everything in this moment, from Sam being like, "This is the first time we needed both ships at the same time." Yep. I mean, since (laughs) I've been here, so I did this. I made this. I love, I love John and McKay going, no, there's a lot of times you could have used two ships here. This is just the first time they paid attention. Yeah. To the spies like us moment of Colonel, Colonel, yeah. Colonels, Colonel, <laughs> Colonels, Colonel. I do like Sam's, seriously? Are we? That was McKay. We, oh, it was McKay. That was McKay. You're right, you're because right. Because Sam was leading into it. Oh, she's like, well, we're doing it. Um, but they are here now because they have a way of tracking the replicator ships, mm-hmm. which makes destroying them. Much easier. Yay. They head up to Sam's it's office. It's easier to hit some when you know where it is. 100%. <laughs> they head into Sam's office and McKay starts briefing mostly Ellis and Caldwell. I feel like others have already heard this briefing yeah, a few they, times. Whether or not they've wanted to. Exactly. Yeah. So McKay is giving a long-winded lecture that really only Sam would appreciate. Yeah. And maybe not even then. Yeah. But just... And let's To be clear, more exact that Sam would understand. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ellis wants the bottom line. Do you have an anti-replicator weapon? You can't handle the truth. And he's like, no, I don't want you to continue spouting off. I give no shit about the complexity of everything. This is a yes or no question. Please stop scienting at me. I, look, as much of a dick move as this is that yeah. Alice is doing, I can 100% admit that I have done this to you and yes. some of our other tech 100%. people at work. And it's like, okay, you just said a lot of words. I'm going to ask a simple question. Does it do the blah, blah it's, or not? Nah? It's not the dick move. It's the tone Ellis has Fair. as he's doing it. Because McKay says no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sam just cuts right there. He goes, we're moving on to plan B. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> human colonies are being slaughtered left and right. And we yeah. can't wait for this to work. Yep. Plan B. Shoot. McKay thinks that plan B is not a good idea. Mm. Well, yes, both but ships. But that's because you're not American enough to understand that you <laughs> shooting things is always an answer. But shooting things is the answer. <laughs> Sorry. Because, McKay, you are Canadian. This is, this is after hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. After that's hours. Tara. Um... Because, yes, both ships, Daedalus and Apollo, now have the Asgard plasma beam weapon that we first saw in SG-1. It's really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. They're really goddamn powerful. They don't actually destroy the replicators. (laughs) They destroy the ships, which house the replicators, and then the replicators just get exposed to space, and it just essentially neutralizes them. The key word here, essentially. Yeah. it, it's sort of um, mostly remember the word essentially we're going to come back to that halfway through this episode yeah, I'm here I'm here and remember we were able to wake up and warm up Neom yes who was floating in space we were and McKay just comes back to the fact that plan B leaves the replicators inactive uh-huh. plan A listen destroys them you gotta kill the vampire you can't just let it like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you There's, can't just bring it to zero hit points. You got to stake that motherfucker and you yes, got to cut Ellie. the head off. Yes, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> Says Ellie the Fuller. person who played a long vampire D&D campaign. Vampire hunter for life. Yeah. Um, 
Double tap them shit. But Ellis points out plan B is operational and plan A is hypothetical. And this is where Ellis goes a little low blow. Mm-hmm. This is where the dickish part comes yeah. out. No pun intended. Yeah. He starts questioning if McKay has anything. Like, you don't even have the programming of this plan down. And, you know, oh, really? McKay's like, you didn't listen to the whole presentation. Mm-hmm. And since when did you become a math and physics expert? Yeah. And Ellis just comes back at him that you, McKay, came into this meeting knowing you had nothing. And instead of saying you had nothing like a man, you just thought giving us the old razzle dazzle and we'd be too dumb to notice. And he's like, so now you're questioning my manhood. And Sam's like, both of you shut up. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you it's it's an interesting you can see um the inexperience that Ellis has with people that are smarter than him. Yeah. Because there's a certain chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Where he's like, I don't like the way this feels. You're you're trying to pull one over on me. Mm-hmm. Um and also the inability to manage. That's I think the big thing. Yeah. Because it's like, this isn't going to work on someone like McKay. Like, this is never the answer. Yeah, he, you can tell this is... It, a lot of the people, mm-hmm. the a lot of the commanders in the Stargate program specifically have to manage scientists that aren't military. Yeah, the stereotypical military approach and yeah. no work here. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone tries to... I like that John you know, backs that up yeah. and, and McKay clearly wants the last word. Yeah. Um, and everyone sort of tries to move on. And McKay reminds him that they have the tracking system. They can pinpoint the replicator ships within 30 minute windows. And right now there are 12 whole hours before they're in near any inhabited planet. Yeah. So give give McKay 10 hours to get the shutdown program working. And if not, you can full beam ahead. I'll give it to Rodney. He's gotten better at having these conversations. Pun intended. Before he would have <laughs> beams. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he would have just kind of fallen apart a little bit and yeah. been trying to just focus on trying to explain the science to yeah. Alice, but he's gotten better at that negotiation. Well, I also think as we'll touch later when he's talking to Todd, like he knows flat out how he works. Yeah. Yeah. He knows flat out he works best with a hard deadline. There's an awareness that he's gotten better at. Yeah. yeah. So Sam gives him 10 hours and mm-hmm. McKay heads off um, to get to work. And as McKay leaves, Ellis turns to John and Caldwell and starts to say how he doesn't understand how you guys can put up with him. And Sam mm-hmm. interrupts him. With a boss bitch Takes move. a step forward, yep. stands in front of him, does not raise her voice and goes, if you ever talk to someone under my command like that again, you are not welcome on this base. Boom. Is that clear? Also, fuck you. He's like, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Good. We're done here. Get the fuck out of my We're done office. Fucking yeah. I I love it. Yeah, I love it. I like how she's like, get the hell out of my office, and she says it all without words. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I like the approach. She didn't. She didn't yell louder. No. She didn't cut into the conversation no. while they were having it. She's like, you two are done. And McKay, like McKay, doesn't catch this. McKay, no. you know what He's I mean. Gone. He gets disciplined as well. Yeah, but it's like, hey. This is my crew. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I'm in charge here. With all due respect, I'm, go fuck yourself. I'm the colonel now. Yeah. Look at me. Uh, there's something that I really love, though, about how Michael Beach plays Ellis. It's yeah. almost like he's not playing Ellis in Stargate. He's playing him in, like, A Few Good Men or some, yeah. like, blockbuster he's, World War II epic. And, and rightly so, if you think about it, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of these guys 
jaded is the wrong word, but they've almost gotten accustomed to what this is. Yeah. To what this is that they're living in this experience where Ellis never fucking forgets that we're in outer space. Yes. This is big fucking time. Exactly. This is the time to bring the Aaron Sorkin level drama. 100%. Yeah, but like I, do I said, love it. even Caldwell and, and like Caldwell is like this whole different character. And we're so used to these colonels like John and like yeah. Jack who have this, this like nature. roguish nature. Yeah. And Ellis is like. Devil no. may care. Yeah. Ellis is like, no, nah, this is fucking some shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so McKay gets to work with Todd. And yeah. um and and Todd's like, well, why why did you lie to them? We yeah. can't do this in 10 hours. Hope. He's like, that's quitter talk. Yeah. Impossible deadlines is where I shine. Yeah. Did he did did McKay ever tell Todd about the time he got the damage ancient worship to work moments before everyone's <laughs> incinerated by a super volcano? And Todd's like, yes. I do love this so unwilling, many times. unwilling friendship that's forming. I know. <laughs> um where yeah. Todd's grown accustomed to his face. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I don't know if it's mutual, but Todd at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, McKay works best under pressure. And so Todd's like, well, maybe then I should threaten to feed on you if you don't get the coding done in time as he takes a step forward and both guards get their stunners up. Yeah. And <laughs> he's just he's just kidding. Yeah. He's this is this is the Anakin and Padme meme. Ha ha ha. Uh-huh. Where they, it's the meme. Tell me, you're kidding. You don't really mean that, right? You're kidding. Right? Tell him you're kidding. I'm gonna work on the other side of the table now. Okay, bye. I Ten- do love it. I mean, it would work. He's not one. Ten hours later, John finds McKay and Todd in the lab. McKay yeah. has jack shit. Yeah. So Plan B. Mm-hmm. McKay is gonna stay here in Atlantis, though. Skip the fun and try to get this figured out. So out. Somewhere <sighs> both of our ships drop out of hyperspace. Ra- random space times. John is on the Apollo. Sam is on the Daedalus. No one else is here yet, but there's a replicator ship due any moment. <sighs> and so they go weapons hot and Antissa. Tag team. Patient. Patient. And the moment the replicator ship drops out of hyperspace, both ships open fire with their Asgard beams, and it's like a hot knife through butter. It's pretty fun to watch. All the sneak attack damage. Yep. You did it. You did. You can only get it once, though. Yeah. You can only sneak once. Uh, and Sam knows it's not always going to be this easy. The replicators are smart. They will mm-hmm. change. They will adapt. They are, you know, Borgish. Yeah. Um, but still, they have one down. 37 more to go. Yeah. Caldwell is a bit overconfident here. And I love that Sam's like, no, no. <laughs> remember? Remember how many we saw on that screen? Yeah. So you're all. Uh-huh. Yeah. One week later. One week later, later, John meets Caldwell at the transporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Daedalus is back to resupply. They split the two ships up and they're slowly knocking away at the list. Somehow, the fact that they've only gotten seven ships in a week between them. Yeah. Okay. Th- they're only doing one a day. We saw how fast that was. But that's one. Like, that's like one every other day per ship. That's true. Yeah, because there's two ships. Yeah. Yeah, they should at least have 14 if it's been a week. Yeah. Anyways, there's 30 more to go out there. But Caldwell thought they'd just be here for an hour, and John points out they have a slight change of plans. Mm -hmm. Everyone meets back up in Sam's office. Ellis is FaceTiming in. The replicators are falling back and regrouping at their homeworld. Of course they are. Yeah, obviously want to stop losing ships. Mm -hmm. And to Ellis, this is great. All the replicators are in one spot. Let's just... Take them all out at once. Again, you're not thinking far. There's 
Ellis is a low wisdom character. <laughs> yeah. High yeah. intelligence, low wisdom. <laughs> Probably high con. Yeah. Might maybe low charisma even. Uh, no, definitely low charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caldwell definitely has higher charisma. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, to so Sam reminds him that they have two ships to against paradise. a fleet of ships. <laughs> yeah. Plus, John adds, all the drones are going to be fighting, you know, firing right. at us from the surface. Like the Asgard beams are good, are not that good. Yeah. And Liz points out that it's a great time for that killer program, McKay. He's like, he's like, yep. Let's go. You needed 10 hours. And that was a week ago. He goes, yep. Mm-hmm. Are you done? Nope. My manhood doesn't depend on your opinion, bro. Sam just cuts off that conversation before it can go any yep. further. Yep. Intel says they have a week before. So if they, they all fall back to the planet, they're going to start rebuilding ships. And they have a week before they build all new ships and more and head back mm-hmm. into the galaxy. And obviously that shit can't happen. It's, it's respawning. You yeah. gotta get it before it mm-hmm. finishes respawning. And um, and so they figure out how they can take, they have to figure out how they can take them all out in one shot mm-hmm. very quickly. And everyone yeah. is thinking and everyone turns to McKay who finally realizes that everyone's looking at him and he's just gonna go back to his lab then. Guess I'll go think now. And I'm like, Sam, I know you're busy and all, but like, you know, you, this is your gym too? This is one of the things where you could probably delegate some of the other work you're doing and, and focus some effort on yeah, helping Yeah, because this McKay. is kind of important. This is kind of a big deal. Listen, Chuck's real good. He can do a bunch of the managing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, McKay and Todd are not having luck. Their latest simulation failed again, and McKay's worried he's going to have to tell him they have nothing, and Ellis, of course, is going to love that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's confused because they tried to refigure the sand down code. That didn't work. He's trying to just tell him to turn off. That didn't work. Um, and, and Todd does point out that they are extremely complex and ingenious creations, and yeah. while McKay thought that he was ingeniouser, and I'm with McKay, I'm pretty sure that's a word. It's a word. If you sell it in all words, were invented some day. A.K.A. Ingeniouser. Uh-huh. There it is. I also like the idea that Todd knows English well enough to be like, that's not a word. Yeah. That he, well, if Todd's going to learn English, he's going to learn all of it. All of the English. Um, he's going to learn all the proper grammars. Uh, you know, like most of us who learned English as a second language, you study the grammar harder. It's true. Um, because then, then those of us who it's our first language who's like, oh, I'm just going to make shit up. That's how English works, right? I just make shit up. I mean, it does. It does. <laughs> I do love that they're now bickering yeah. the way he does with Zelenka. Like, I, I need a side mission of mm-hmm. Zelenka and Todd and McKay just yeah. like drink, like drinking. Playing some some chess. Uh, chess. They're playing chess. Some smart game. Yeah, chess is good. And or Zel- go. I can see him playing go. That honestly. would work. And Zelenka and and Todd are trading <laughs> most interesting man in the world stories. <laughs> Zelenka wins. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But also, Todd's got some good ones. I'm sure. I know, but Zelenka still wins. Um. And uh. But you know, McKay's there too, so yeah. he's peppering in some color. Anyway, that's that's Atlantis after hours. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they think about the ARGs, mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and we know the bug replicators figured out how to ignore those very quickly. Mm-hmm. But the idea of having them all in one place triggers this light bulb moment for McKay. And it's his first good idea in weeks and just walks off without explaining. Okay, bye. And walk away. Gotta go. What a tease. And he so he goes and explains to Sam and John his idea. Um, and then all their anti-replicator technology up till now has been about breaking the bonds between the replicator mm-hmm. nanites apart because dust can be vacuumed. Yep. And he goes, what if we did the opposite? Yep. Instead of severing the connections, dial those connections up, turn each cell into a nanite magnet. Mm-hmm. A nag- magnet. Nag- yeah. Magnet. A nagment. <laughs> Nanimet. And this is not fun for anybody. Magnet. <laughs> this is the thing we did. Um, basically, th- th- make each of them more and more attractful. Do the until- opposite of now. Yes. Until what, every what do now opposite of today. Until every replicator cell on the planet and in orbit just collect together into one giant super dense blob. And John's like, really, fucking super dense blob. A blobicator. A blobicator. And he's like, what then? Are, are we just going to create a Godzilla-sized super replicator? You know what this yes. is like? The answer is yes. You know what this is? When I was little, yeah. and I, uh, you know, we know now that Grace is weirdly into cleaning yeah. and, and doing things. But I, 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 one of the things I did as a kid was learn different strategies to clean. Okay. Because reasons. Yeah. So one of the moves I would do was... I would take everything that wasn't in its place mm-hmm. and put it all on top of my bed. Okay. So instead of having little messes everywhere. You have one big mess. One giant mess. Yeah. And then you clean that guy. And then you're all like, so it's easier to take one big guy down uh-huh. versus lots of little ones. Yeah. Because you're concentrating all your effort in one place. I mean, I think that's how D&D works, too. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. <laughs> We're doing this. Well, there's less things to hit back at you if there's one big thing. Exactly. They may hit harder. Yeah. But there's only one. You can only die so hard. I, yeah. I mean, John McClane can tell you that. <laughs> Christmas movie, guys. We're watching a Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so in my case, like, well, yes, we will create Godzilla Cater, but not at first. Replicate you. Replicate you. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I like Godzilla Raider, too, though. Godzilla Raider? Replazilla? Rep- no. I like either. Godzilla Raider. Yeah, Godzilla Raider or Replikaiju. Replikaiju is pretty good. Okay. Uh, so it's how, you know, they were designed to hold together, you know, but not at this strength. So it's going to take some time to figure it out. And it doesn't really matter how much time because far before they're able to figure out how to, you know, morph and, and kaiju themselves, mm-hmm. they're going to be rendered inert before then because the bond is going to be at a subspace level. And McKay... Remember how you had to define essentially before? Uh-huh. You said they're going to be rendered essentially inert. Yep. Yeah. Just wanted to point that Just out, Just essentially inert. And remember, there are some people who watch Atlantis without watching SG-1. I don't know who those people are, but there's some of them. And for, you may not know how fucking smart Sam is if you yep. didn't watch SG-1. Mm-hmm. And she starts getting into this idea. Yep. You know, if, if we... You know, their hold is their, their bond is on a subspace level. And so if we can get past the normal repulsive force between nuclei and yeah. McKay continues, at that point, their electrons and protons are going to start fusing together. When that happens, fucking toast. Uh, I, I had a moment that I think you'll be really proud of. Yeah. 
at work. Mm-hmm. It relates to this, I swear. That's fine. Even if it didn't. We're building a new, essentially, storage space. Yes. For all the work we do. Damn. And getting people to understand the concept of how it worked was was difficult because people think linearly or like yeah. nested yeah. or like a folder in a folder and it's like these are more like like different types of like atoms or molecules and things and what we're doing is we're making some of them attracted to multiple things yes and so i was like so it's more atomic theory than anything else there you go i got some 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 glossed over faces <laughs> but i was really proud of myself i am super proud of you because <laughs> all you're saying is like hey you'd be attracted to this but also to this so when so when you come in you can attract to both of those depending on who's more stronger i think my favorite is that you brought up atomic theory to a bunch of designers <laughs> <laughs> you would think they'd love it because it's it's so visual. You brought up atomic theory to a bunch of designers. I've been hanging out with you've you been too hanging long. out with me too long, and I could not be more proud. <laughs> yes, could not be more proud. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, basically, like electrons and protons fusing is end game shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is as Sam puts it: neutron star levels of density, mm-hmm. like. It's major. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's B. Uh, and Sam takes a moment and admits to John that this is batshit crazy, but this could work. But I also have once thrown a sun at things, yeah. so maybe that's what it takes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. God, these... I just these two fucking people are on the same base. I love it so much. You talk about our two gnomes being fucking chaos monkeys in our D&D group. Yeah, this is what their inspire inspirations are. You know, listen... Yeah. McKay needs to eat all the time. McKay is like Donnie. Oh, I do like it. He's not great at, at hiding his feelings yeah. from people. And yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. little bit rude. Like my Sam is inspired by Sam. Yep. And your Donnie is her McKay. Yes. I we do love that. We are Sam and McKay. We are the fucking, they are the, they are yep. gnomes. Yep. They are OP. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, Oris is a little like John Shepard anyway. That's pretty, that's pretty fair. Yeah. Yeah. And Annika is Taylor. Annika is Taylor and Teal. And, oh. and, and uh, our muck is Ronan. That's absolutely correct. We literally have the SG1 group as we our D&D group. We did it. Like, without actually exaggerations, mm-hmm. we can directly map our D&D group to our SG1 team. I'll take it. Let's call it a night. We're all done. It's Sunday night. Um, so, John either, like, listen, he goes with the fact yep. because he's the two smartest people he's ever known. So he just agrees with this works. I've or, been here. Or what I actually also go, what I think. Because we've already agreed that John is secretly more intelligent than he plays. I think he's following them. I think he follows on a surface level. I I feel like I've been where John is. I'm like, okay, the words you're saying make sense and I can follow. Don't ask me to go much deeper. Yeah. But if you two aren't mad about it, then let's do it. It does show a great deal of trust. Which I love. I have a hunch. So, you know, we've always said because a really smart person said it. That you don't actually understand something until you can teach it to someone else. Yep. So John may not be at the teaching someone else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the theory. Yeah. But he can follow enough yeah. to be like, that's that checks out. I'm here for that. Yep. I mean, I it's the same level of like, I just added coolant to my car. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it enough to tell someone else, but I'm pretty sure I did it right. Yep. 
So McKay has an idea that could make this all work. And he takes him to a lab there in Atlantis. And there's a table. And this table is what the ancients used when they were making the original replicators. Yeah. John's like, I'm I'm sorry, McKay. Um, <laughs> you want to make your own replicator? Can we can we talk about like I was following you for a minute and then you said make bad guy? He's like, no, I don't want to make a whole replicator, just like a, a an ice cube replicator, just uh-huh. to get the cube rolling. Yep. <laughs> yep. That sounds totally not fine. The problem is, is anyone else who's also a Critical Role fan just <laughs> made the same connection that I just did the about cube. Uh, the cube. The cubes. You're welcome. So Sam is thinking of all the ways this could go real bad. <laughs> and McKay keeps trying to convince them. He keeps rolling that persuasion dice. Mm-hmm. And he's I'm like... I'm just going to keep asking the same things. Look, that's not going to have any replicator abilities. It's just going to be some cells. Um, to upload the bonding program too, and then he they says, they <laughs> he says now, and then they can just beam it to the middle of the replicator homeworld and turn the magnet on. Sit back Super and watch. Super easy. It's gonna be totally easy. So fine. Just trust just, me. Just don't look over here too just hard. Just one problem. Just just one little hiccup. Uh huh. Just a little baby problem. Um, there's gonna be a delay in the magnet strength of the replicators in orbit, mm, and it mm, just mm. might. It might take some time for the magnet to get big enough to pull the ships Just a little, little in baby orbit. Prop. So there's some ships might be able to escape. Mm-hmm. And if we don't destroy them, they'll escape. And then they'll be um, building all the replicator stuff Just over again. Just a couple little random bugs will get out. No big, no a- big. Again, Sam reminds them, as she has so many times already this episode, mm-hmm. they have 30 ships. We have two. Yep. Yep. Two ship. Math is still ship. math. And uh, if they can't get all the replicators in one go, they're just going to head off and take their time and rebuild. And John might... <sighs> no way they can get more ships. He's got a couple friends. Listen, this is not an idea that any of us want to go down, but desperate times. Sometimes you got to call in favors. So they go talk to Todd. Yep. And he knows that depending on what's happening while he's been a guest at Atlantis, mm-hmm. he could bring 12 ships maybe into battle. Yep. And because even if it's working with humans, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yep. This is, this is, you're, you know, you're pulling from all sides. But, you know, an alliance like this has to be made in person. Oh, yeah. Which. Some real negotiations. No one except for Todd is happy about. Oh, yeah. And no one is more angry than Ronan. There is so much that happens in this episode. There is a lot in this episode. There, I had a lot of notes. And you know me, I don't even like to take notes. So what else are you going to do? John, Ronan, Taylor, full team of guards. Take Todd to a jumper. Ronan is not happy. No like. <laughs> Keeps his blaster trained on Todd Ronan the whole has time. Ronan never looked more like my Drakey boy than in this moment. <laughs> Drakey is very clear yeah. about when he does not like something. No. And that is the There is face. no side eye. It's straight on it eye. Eye, <laughs> as in I do not like this. And rant. And, and John reminds Todd, and Todd fully understands that uh, the first sign of Todd crossing them, he will die. Yep. Um... So they fly that jumper into a whole fleet of hive ships. Yep. 
This is fine. It's definitely unsettling. Mm-hmm. They get their docking instructions. It's very Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very the end of Independence Day. <laughs> uh, they land. Someone knocks on the door. And before John opens the door, Todd's like, here's the thing. Maybe un- maybe take off my restraints. Uh, just a little bit. This might be sending the wrong message. He's not wrong. He is not wrong legitimately yeah, here. He's not wrong. Ronan doesn't care he's against All it. All it takes is a leap of faith, a leap of faith, a <laughs> leap of faith. Um, but they're here. They need Todd's help, so they might as well sit this, see this through, and they, and they free Todd. Mm-hmm. And Ronan says the infamous quote, I've no, got like- a bad feeling about this. <laughs> aka no uh-huh. like no like and the moment they open the door the wraith card stunned all of them ronan gets a few extra shots yeah because uh, it's ronan it's a big guy i do think he gets a couple shots off i do love how he just shoves todd out of the way and it's yeah. like nope me he goes I do down this. yeah he doesn't go down easy but he goes down and mm-hmm. in the end only todd is left standing <laughs> shit Back in Atlantis, the science bros yeah. have a have like liquid metal replicator. Yeah, he's goo. making repli flubber. And <laughs> again, the bickering between these two. Uh-huh. Zelink is impressed. This is ingenious, and admits McKay's been you know a bit of a rut lately. And McKay's like, nah. I don't get into ruts. Everything's fine. I'm fine all the time. I'm fine. They go back and forth till Zelink is like, look at the nanites. Let's. I did it. I did it. McKay is disabled almost all over the replicator code. They basically Mm -hmm. only can form a cube. Yep. Hits the button and it does form a cube. And hey, McKay's back. See, I did. I made the flubber. I wasn't gone. Stop. I made the flubber. It's going to work fine. And that's when the ice cube melts. This might be tougher than McKay thought. And he doesn't want to hear anything from Zelenka. Back on the jumper. Yep. Todd wakes John up. Todd tells him to be calm and actually hands John back his sidearm. Yeah. Uh, the Wraith obviously wanted to talk to Todd alone. Mm-hmm. And I mean, John wasn't going to just let Todd leave and the team stay on the jumper. It's true. I do like John's response. So I He's mean, like, guess we'll never know. You could have tried. You didn't try. Todd announces that they have a deal. Seven hives are going to join the fight. Yes, it's not 12, but... Not all of them are convinced the mission would succeed. Not all of them have queens. There was other considerations. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Looking around, John's like, well, how did I wake up before Ronan? And, and Todd's like, yeah, it took a lot of shit to take him That's down. That's because we're still keeping... There's an anesthesiologist <laughs> watching this one. Also, Todd really thought I'd be better if John was awake before Ronan, which yeah. is 100% and You know what he thought? He thought, I don't want to wake him up. You can wake him yeah. up, John. I'm yeah. going to be far away when he wakes I'm up. I'm going to be as far away as I can be in the same jumper mm-hmm. and the jumpers all in the space because all the hives left yep. and John's like did anything else happen while I was fucking unconscious and the replicator lab don't, just don't look in the mirror we, just, nope. we drew a couple dicks on your face ah. it's fine it's fine um, back in the lab their ice cube is looking better but as Lenka points out it's yeah. in a force field little replicube this whole scene reminds me of the baby changelings from Deep Space Nine. Oh, I sort of know that one mm-hmm. Yeah, teaching that. I just keep thinking of Flubber. Yeah. Or the adipose. They oh, sort of remind me of like little adipose. The little adipose from... Doctor Who? From Doctor Who, yeah. yeah. So McKay just wanted to give the cells a little extra time to get used to their cube shape. Mm-hmm. When he drops the force field, it... Maybe he just needs to talk to them. Maybe they're like plants. It's yeah, like, hey, it, buddies, how it, y'all doing it today? It melts of moments after he drops the force not, field. Not great. So Lanka figures it's because to make this work, you, like... 
and to keep the cells from doing anything else, you've turned off every like there's not yeah. enough protocol left. Yeah. You know, McKay goes they're just, only, they're just jello now. And and McKay figures there's only one thing he can do. And at that moment, Zelenka is is called over the radio by Chuck that there's a power problem in the infirmary. So he heads off and, and McKay figures that Zelenka's just holding it back anyway. Mm-hmm. I roll. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does so two things. A is Zelenka had been there when McKay was trying to do this plan. <laughs> Would Zelenka have talked him out of it? I I, I think... <laughs> I think Zelenka would have been too curious. Or would have just been like, it would have here's been like a the, dog. It would have been like... Oh, not a dog. That would have been worse. Okay. But it, but here's it was, a cat. Or a bird. Or, yeah. But I think it would have been one of those... No. Wait. <laughs> no stop. way. Stop. Or at least like not make it look fully human yeah yeah. make some sort of humanoid thing is fine but like the full-on human skin make it look one of the like the dancing ibm robots yeah yeah or like yeah or i'll even give you like the dancing baby from ally mcbeal from 100 (laughs) years ago like give it the hologram i can't this feeling deep inside of me (laughs) That's legitimately the only thing I remember about Alan McBeal. I Me think too. it's the only thing I watched about Alan McBeal. Same. I actually have no idea what that means in context to the show. I just nope. remember there was a dancing baby. And I know there was a bunch of controversy when she changed your hair or something. Or oh, something about her skirts. I thought the hair was somebody else. Now I feel like I have an old no person. idea in the world. There was anyway. no aliens or time travel in that series. I never watched That's it. That's fair. That seems appropriate. Um, I say the same thing, and I also admitted earlier that I watched all of Sex in the City, but I feel like there were aliens in Sex in the City. There might have been. Yeah. Well, technically there was, because what's his name? Willie Garrison. Willie Garrison is in it. Yeah. So I there am was interested to see how they're addressing, going to address that. Oh. Um. Because if I remember correctly, he unfortunately passed like midway through production, I thought. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it didn't, they didn't film it that long ago. Oh, wow. This is me speculating live. Um, Let's just make make up facts. Ready? That's fun. Well, well, here's a fact that I'm, a legit Stargate fact. Yeah. We have heard, we know the fact that Zelenka is head of his own department. We've heard that. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty sure Zelenka is just the head of the IT department. (laughs) <laughs> it's legit he's the head of the it department okay yeah that's fair like mckay's the head of the science department and and zelenka's the head of the it department yeah and even if he wasn't they're like zelenka will know yeah zelenka's always far more responsive than any of our own it guys 100 percent. and we don't want to talk to mckay <laughs> yeah i like it i'm here for that back in space the puddle jumper is on his way back to atlantis and rona is just like looking like she's going to detach his jaw and eat todd hole <laughs> yeah well yeah it's a compliment john tells him the wraith were afraid of you mm-hmm. no cares and the, the moment they go to dial the gate though a hyperspace window appears it's definitely an aurora class ship and john has to bank hard to miss running into him they immediately assume it's the replicators and ronan has strong assumptions that he knows how the replicators found them yeah continues glaring at todd yep but the ship hails them 
Uh-huh. It's a woman's voice that's just like... I remember you. Shepard, that better not fucking be you. And so, uh, for the life of me, I <laughs> never remember this woman's name. Yeah. But I, So I've just been calling her Pirate Woman. That, that works. <laughs> Boobs McGee. Annie, bo- uh, what is it? What was it? Pirate Woman? Like Annie something or Anne something? I'll find it. I'll find Are it. Are you talking about... Oh! Oh! Yeah! My head went to Annie Oakley, but no. no, I know who you're talking about. Okay, keep going. I'll find it so people don't yell at us. Um, so Laren is the last person John expected to see out here. Laren goes, well, we just detected seven high ships around a single planet, so we came to check out what the fuck was going on. You missed the Wraith. You found John. And Bonnie. Yes. I knew it was Anne. Thank you. Okay. He's like, well, she goes, why didn't the hive ships destroy your puny little ship? Mm. John takes great offense to that. Mm. But also, those are good questions. We should talk. And I love Taylor's major eye roll yeah, at she's seeing not the interactions between these two people. Yeah. She is just not a fan. Yeah. N- there's nothing about Laren that Taylor will appreciate. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter that she's a woman in charge. Everything about Laren, I feel like, is against Taylor. Their philosophies are the opposite. Yes. And so there's hard to find common ground with someone who, um, I like to think that I relate to Taylor. Like, I'm always like, let's find a solution that works for everybody. How do we work together? How do we make, how do we evolve and change this? Whereas I think, um, Laren is a contrarian in her heart. Yes. And it's like, no, even if this works for me, I don't (laughs) like it. Yeah. It was part of that in me, but I, again, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm more Sam like. Yeah. I've had my little niche. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I have I'm to expand that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lorona admits it's better layer than the replicators, and John's like, yeah, um, that depends barely. on... That depends on what mood <laughs> she's in. Just barely. So they dock... The back door opens. When Tom stands up, Laren tells her men immediately to kill it. John pulls his own gun up and is like, no killing. Hear me out. Tom throws his hands up and runs. It's like, let uh, me move so you can hit him better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be my move. No, like this. So again, John is tied up in a chair. Laren uh-huh. fully understands um, the the plan. I'm the- like, like, what is he tied with? <laughs> It is the weirdest silver rope. Like, I, I have a hose that when it's empty, it lies perfectly flat yeah. and it's really thin yeah. and it's like this silver mesh. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's what they're using Probably. to tie it up. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Um, but she fully understands. John just explained the whole plan to her. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it gets why they needed the Wraith's help. Yeah. Admits that nine versus 30 still is shit odds. Yeah. But at least, you know... John's Better like, than two. Unless we meet someone with more ships. Yeah. Um. I'm trying not to look at your boobs. Yeah. You keep putting them in my face. I mean. I'm a goddamn gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's focused on her ships. Yeah. Her you. ships. Her ships. This is awful. We've drank way too much wine. <laughs> We are not this gross, I promise. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, you know, Laren admits that <laughs> one of the one of the plants they trade with was wiped out a few weeks ago, and it wasn't by the Wraith. John's yeah. like, yeah, it was the replicators. Mm-hmm. 
The last time they worked together, Laren let John keep a few of his secrets and not this time. And she leans in and she goes, if we do this, we go all the way. No holding back. <laughs> Listen, we can't we, you, we can't pass that up. Yeah, we can't pass that phrasing up. Are we? <laughs> Come on. I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> Are we not doing phrasing anymore? In and out and in and out. <laughs> Mama's got a squeeze box. Daddy does sleep at night. <laughs> We're all thinking it. I just keep thinking of all the way May and the League of Their Own. <laughs> All the way, May. The best part is is I was watching that movie before I called all that shit. <laughs> nice. I remember watching that movie going, uh, oh. That's a thing. Oh, that's that's I a- may have watched that movie solely because I of understand Madonna. that reference now. Yeah. I may have watched it solely because of her. And okay. then went, oh, this movie's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um so part of the deal, John admits, would be uh, smart people with the aging gene come and fix up this ship because damn. Yeah. And Laren, y'all are treating this thing poorly. Yeah. Laren also admits that, you know, look, I can talk with my governing council, but it's going to be up to each ship captain whether they want to join or not. Now, honestly, fight alongside the Wraith. Not that popular. Yeah. John knows how persuasive Laren can be. Uh-huh. And she just goes to make some calls and, yes, leaves John tied up in the chair. Well, I mean, I, I would, too. He For just later. looks so goddamn cute there. I know. <laughs> back in Atlantis, Selenka's This Won't Take Long actually took far longer Super than long. expected. But mm-hmm. he's back now. And eventually, McKay meets him outside the lab. Uh-huh. And McKay actually made remarkable progress. So, the, uh-huh. the listen, um, the, the systems are designed to create a fully functional humanoid replicants, right? Yep. Okay. So making something simpler is actually more difficult, yep. right? Zlink is like, you 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 didn't. Repli lady. <laughs> She's a whoa, lady. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> She's a lady. I like that we're going into two songs all at the same yep. time. Um it was this or nothing. Of the morning. And she walks they, they walk into a room and to reveal a woman. Mm-hmm. Who says hello to Zelenka? Oh, that's not right. Oh my is an understatement. <laughs> but at least there's guards there. So this is a thing. McKay made this. I'm surprised she's not blonde. That's true. Maybe he's trying to, again, he's changing it up. Maybe he's trying to be a little different. You know, he's, uh, yeah. It was just the default programming the ancients made. uh, Yeah, yeah. He's like, why not try a little different one? I'm also going to put it this way, not to be gross. I don't think it in a gross way. No. He's got we're on the mind a lot. He does. So maybe there's a little bit of that going on there. Yeah. So clearly, Laren let them go as the jumper flies back to Atlantis in a gorgeous night shot that I could watch forever. Yeah. Because it's real party. Yeah. John is going to go check on McKay and Taylor's going to go see Keller. And the boys are like, why are you going to go see Keller? And she's <laughs> I like, love well, this I was I was stunned. And John's like, we get stunned all the time. Just fucking shake it off. And Taylor's like, <laughs> stop Hash- asking questions. Hashtag reasons. Yeah. Because I got it. All right. And John doesn't let it drop. And Taylor looks around and and finally admits to John that she is pregnant. Yeah. 
shocked is an understatement on uh-huh. John's part. He's like, is this a joke? I feel like he's that meme where the guy is like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I do like he looks to Ronan and like, like, he, like, I'm he, not part of this, Ronan like clarifies. Like, he forgot that people can get pregnant. Yeah. That's how stunned he I is. I think it was also like, oh, right, you're a, you're a woman. Oh, right, that's what I mean. Like, he forgot that that is a thing that can happen. Yeah. He, like, he's like, you can do that? <laughs> you make <laughs> other humans? Whoa! Tell me more about this. Yeah. So Taylor admits that she, you know, she's not... She's not seeing anyone from Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's three months don't along. Don't worry, John, it's not yours. <laughs> also, don't worry, John, it's not Ronan's. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's known for two months. And that's where John gets mad. Yeah, I would be too. That that she has known for two months and didn't tell John. Yep. And that, and that she let John... Put her out in the in field. Battle. Yeah. Three months pregnant. Yeah. If it were up to John, he would have like put her in a bubble. Like yeah. that's the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. Which and is it, probably why she didn't say anything. hundred percent. And she's like, I tried to tell you. And she's like, did it fucking try hard no, enough? No, you didn't, Taylor. <laughs> you're really good at telling people hard things. I don't think you tried as no. hard as you're saying you no. did. And Taylor reminds him that, look, she's more than capable to continue. Uh-huh. And he cuts her off. He goes... You were stunned today. Yeah. That bad time. And she goes, well, those and Rim remain really active in the community. Well, it's up. And he's like, no, this is a completely different deal. Yeah. This is not just being active. This isn't going to your nine to five or doing laundry. This is literally getting shot at. And you beat up. Stunned. We take a chance but never go through the <sighs> gate. And as of the second, you are relieved from active duty and just walks away. Yeah. It's like, Taylor, this is the difference between having an office job or a job at Chernobyl. Exactly. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Yeah, it's it's not good. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I understand. I understand her hesitation. I do. Yeah. I, um, I know that part of it is her not still processing it so she's like i need to be able to continue about my life as normally as i can until i process well i also think part of it is like to her what she's doing is not anything different that's fair like to her this is going about my business yeah yeah that's true that's it yeah this is what i do exactly why would it change yeah it is a tiny bit cavalier because we just don't know enough to know what this is doing to a baby. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And and I I do get where John's coming from as well. Like, yeah. there's a difference between going through the gate to trade. He's thinking about all those OSHA rules she just oh, broke. That too. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you know, there is a difference between going through the gate to trade and and keeping up work here in Atlantis mm-hmm. versus heading out to a group of hive ships on a mission that you don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Yep. Agreed. And Yikes. Ronan does stay back uh-huh. and congratulate Taylor. Yeah, I love that he doesn't let John's what the fuck yeah. kind of like salt the whole thing. I know. And he, he does figure that Kanan is the father because yeah. he can tell. And, you know. Ronan ain't a dummy. Ronan's not a dummy. Yeah. And Ronan knows all the hot goss. 
Oh, yeah. He, everyone tells him everything, and they're like, I'll tell Ronan. Ronan because won't tell Because, again, anyone. Ronan, you know, is a vault. Yes. Ronan has no need to tell anyone. Yeah, like, he's not going to tell anyone because he just doesn't care enough. Exactly. So he knows all the info, and yeah. he's just like, yeah, uh-huh. I knew that. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> Next. Yeah. Um. Also, also, you can tell how high his wisdom is, yep. because he's just like, Oh no! I heard you talking about Kana. I assumed. I assumed. I put. I put the the put the points together. I assumed you were fucking. Yeah, Taylor. <laughs> People fuck. Yeah, it's fine. I figured you were fucking. <laughs> You're so cool all the goddamn time. You're um, not wound up at all. Can and- you guys tell him drunk? <laughs> And, I'm literally slouched on the couch right now. And Ronan does reassure Taylor that they will find Kanan together and that yeah, she I is not so alone much. in this and promises her that they will find not just Kanan, but the rest of the Athosians and takes her hands and goes with her to get checked up by Keller. Ronan absolutely is here for Taylor and for this baby. Yeah. And he's going to make sure nobody hurts his fucking family. Oh, yeah. The, you, Uncle Ronan. Yeah, Uncle Ronan, man. Yeah. Uh, I just also love... Everybody needs an Uncle Ronan. Everyone does need an Uncle Ronan. I also just love the vast difference in initial reaction between the two men. Yeah. Um, and Ronan does point out, you know, Ronan is a good name for a boy or girl. And any other Critical Role fans I know uh-huh. know how hard I laugh at that. It's pretty great. It is a good name for both. It is. I agree. So John and Sam are walking and talking and filling Sam in on the whole Laren situation. Now, said, I, I do want to take a moment because this is what I call the Sam and John hallway. Yes. Because I feel like anytime they do have a walk and talk, it is through this specific hallway. Uh-huh. There's only so many hallways in <laughs> yeah, Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so Laren says they can add three to four more ships. And Sam also notices something's off with John. Uh-huh. I'm guessing this is like five to ten minutes after we found out. And he admits he's taken Taylor off active duty because she's pregnant. Yep. I feel like Sam almost has the same reaction like, oh yeah, women can get pregnant. (laughs) Because she's like handled that shit a while ago. You know what I mean? But also immediately goes, well, who's the uh, curiosity? Who's the father? John's like, I I don't. Give me the hot goss, John. I I didn't ask. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he was too busy being stunned. Yeah. By just baby coming. I know. Yeah. Well, today's been a day. Uh-huh. Um, oh, by the way, you should see something. McKay has thrown us a curveball. Oh, yeah. Speaking of new life. <laughs> I do love that. John was just thinking they needed another curveball today. And from a monitor in Sam's office, John sees McKay's new replicator. Uh-huh. McKay. I didn't think you were that lonely. Listen, (laughs) this is... John is mad. Yes. This is not what we talked about. No. No, not at all. And McKay explains that it was this or nothing, and Mm. it's not as bad as you think. Look, it's very stripped on programming. It can walk. It can talk. It can't replicate shit's form. (laughs) And yes, Fran... I'm just going to keep calling Fran. Uh Her name's Fran. Fred knows why she was created, and Sam's like, um, I didn't know that part. Ethics. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. Major flag Ethics. on the play. Ethics. What are we doing? What are we doing? That's exa- that's how I feel like Sam's reaction yeah. is. She's like, I'm gonna put a hard stop on this one. 
What are we doing? I'm not comfortable sending Fran to her death because she's not just a clump of nanites anymore. Yeah. McKay tries to point out that Fran can't die. She's a program. Like, its consciousness is ones and zeros. Mm -hmm. It's just a really advanced radio-controlled weapon. It's bullets. Do you feel sorry for your bullets or bombs? And Sam's like, um, different. That's another good AKA is just, it's bullets. Bullets. Or their bullets. Yikes. What do you think? What's your call here? I don't know. Yeah. I am, I am on, not that I'm always on Sam's board, but I am on Sam's board of like, we have limited options right now. We've already left the gift shop. We've yeah. already left the gift shop. Yeah. And I also, I also think there's a major difference of like, is it like, here's a good question. Could Fran honestly pass the Turing test? Oh, that's what that's what it comes down I mean, to. Isn't just it? because like just because something is can hold a conversation yeah. is programming could know why it's created doesn't necessarily mean that it is conscious. What's my purpose? You pass butter. Yeah. You break replicators. Yeah. I, so I think that's. Now, if you're in this situation, mm-hmm. I don't know whether I want to know if Fran can pass the Turing test or not. Yeah, because really you don't have too much of a choice on how you're going to use it. Exactly. We're already here. Yeah, it comes back to that, well, fuck, we're already here. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that I prefer that she knows what she's doing. Which she does. Versus them not telling her that. 100%. Yeah. 100%. She knows um, that her purpose is to pass butter. Anyway. And and again, that's that's kind of what it comes down to. The day McKay admits that they don't have any other choice. I mm-hmm. mean, we're already teaming up with the Wraith. Like, it's that kind of mission. Yeah. Um, in, in the Replicator Labs, Link admits to McKay as, as he comes back that they have a problem. Mm-hmm. And Fran has been looking over McKay's calculations, and she thinks that he's underestimating how quickly the Replicators are going to adapt. Yeah. They're going to be able to manipulate their form way before they reach critical density. At that point, they're going to be able to halt their own collapse and be extremely dangerous. As Zelenka summarizes, we're we're, we're back to replica you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But Fran may have a solution. Mm -hmm. In the conference room with Laren and Tan sitting as far apart as humanly possible. Yep. um, All the colonels are there as well. McKay stands in the center, explains that they're going to overload the ZPMs around um, the the Replazilla. Uh-huh. And they're going to, f- the, the force, the concussion force of that's going to compress the nanites even more, creating their own replicator fusion bomb. Yeah. By the way, the whole planet will be destroyed. Yikes. So they're just turning them into a bomb. Yeah. Using pressure. Laren's impressed. McKay doesn't mess around. No. Uh, Ellis is stuck on the point where this information was provided by a replicator and why trust it? Oh my god, you gotta get over that. Yeah, John's like, we're not trusting it, we're trusting McKay. Yes, exactly. And so they plan for the final assault. McKay is going to beam down to the courtroom with Ronan and the Marines, and he can set the ZPMs to overload from there. Mm -hmm. Everyone in space is just buying time. Yep. Seven hive ships are going to be spaced around the planet. Smaller ships filling in the holes. This is where I really feel like they're more like our gnomes than ever before. Yeah. We're like, hey, you guys go do some fighting and distracting uh-huh. while we do some fucking chaos over here. Ready? Go. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Laren tells John that she could use him in her chair. Mm-hmm. 
They have drones, but none we of her... We did it. We made it through. They have drones, but none of her guys can fire them quite like he can. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone eyebrows at that phrasing. John's like, there's no place I'd rather be. And seriously, it's an awkward then moment. in your chair. Awkward all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd knows that um, the hives are going to send their darts out too. All the 302s are going to be out in the middle of all of that. Mm-hmm. Fran, short for Friendly Replicator Android. Yeah. Um, I like how much this upsets everyone that he named her. Well, she asked for a name. Well, yeah. What do you do when she asks for a name? You give her a name. Friendly Replicator. Friendly Replicator Android. Mm-hmm. She's going to be beamed down to the middle of the city. Yeah. And we get to the center of this. Yep. Here we go. I mean, seeing that moment in any story where the entire fleet finally assembles is always moving, is always amazing. <gasps> Avengers! It's Avengers. Assemble. It's the end of Star Wars. It's yeah. like, you know. It is It is interesting to think that we are, this is a 45-minute episode, and oh we get God. so much fucking story packed yes. in here. We're only just to this point where they're assembling the fucking war. Unrelated to anything, you know how difficult it is for me. On your left gets me every time. On your left is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Assemble. That last assemble. That, that he, last assemble, yeah. That's where I start When he crying. gets Molnir. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the that's the point when I the tears just start flowing yeah. liberally. Yeah, yeah. No, the on your left is the start of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like like I need to replenish with sailing solutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Um and you also can see why this is the most expensive graphics budget of any episode of Atlantis yet. Yeah. Because Ooh. holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's good stuff. This fight sequences are amazing. Mm-hmm. So Sam is on the Daedalus again, amazed at the sight. And, and it, it reminds Caldwell, actually, of the start of joint missions with the Russians after the Cold War, but stranger. I do love this idea because it really is exactly what it is. It is. Yeah. You just, you start to, which... The um, only difference is, is we're going back to the Cold War with the replicator with the Wraith afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Which is, that's the thing, right? Is like, I want to have this like hopeful, optimistic approach to things. It's like... Well, if the pattern is that our enemies eventually become our friends, then maybe someday we'll yeah. be friends with everybody across all the galaxies. And with that, the fleet as a whole mm-hmm. makes their jump to fleet the replicator hallware. Um, I have move. to, this is completely unrelated, but I just have to mention that um, right now there is a, a corgi curled up at the corner of the couch who just did one of those most adorable, like, I'm sleeping and I stretch and then oh, I, I come back in one. and it was... Like it, she's, it was she's so adorable, adorable. It stopped me in my tracks. Pretty, pretty great. Are you able to continue? Or so no? Fran and McKay okay. are on the Apollo in the Apollo's room of requirements. Yep. She's very excited. She's looking forward to it. I mean, she's getting to fulfill her purpose in life. Yeah. Imagine if you think of it that way. Yeah. How beautiful. And McKay double checks that Fran is okay with all of this. I mean, you were designed. I, I designed you and now I'm second guessing now that I designed you and somehow I'm surprised that you're fine with the idea that you're going to like cease to be. And yeah. She's like, no, this is my reason for existing. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that. Yep. I mean, you're not worried about me, are you? Because that would be really silly. That would be weird. You made, you can't date her. You made her. And and McKay turns back to Zelenka and, and really wishes he hadn't given it speech. <laughs> 
That see, that would have been a part of it. Like maybe just beeps and no, that wouldn't work either because I'd yeah. be really upset. Yeah, if they killed R two, uh, they can't kill R two. Yeah. Okay, maybe C three PO. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, as they approach the planet, Ellis reminds McKay that you need to go with Ronan and the Marines. And as you leave, Fran wishes wishes him good luck. And Ooh. McKay wishes Fran good luck, too, with an extra big grin on her face. And I love the idea. I love the idea because I know you commented on this, too, that this entire time you were expecting Fran to turn. Oh, yeah. For her to be planning something. But really, she is just earnest. She and just truly believes in that. Like, yeah. She's like, this is why I was this is what I was designed for. Yeah. It is it is a very like it's a moment of like having fresh water. Yeah. You know what I mean? After a fucking I know cross across the desert. It is a nice little moment. Like, oh gosh, this one thing. So all the ships come out of hyperspace and immediately start just taking out replicator ships in a giant, beautiful, crunchy space battle. Get them done. There's no way to properly describe a space no. battle other than it were good. It it's super good. It's it's explosion watch more party. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big big boom. Big bada boom. Mm. Um Ellis beams the people down to where he needs to put them. Yep. And we see Fran beam down to an empty hallway and heads to where she has to go. And we mm-hmm. see Ronan, McKay, and the Marines beam down to the core room, and Ronan is clearly in charge, telling everyone to fan out, and McKay gets to work. It's not gonna yep. take him long. Yep. Again, more pretty battle. Darts, 302s, drones, explosions. Yep. Todd is in control of at least one hive ship. Mm-hmm. And we see at least one replicator ship explode. McKay reminds, or Caldwell reminds McKay that they, they, uh, I am not Captain America. I cannot do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hurting here. Make it, make it stop. And thankfully, <sighs> McKay's already done. He has full control of the power grid and Fran is just about to activate. Yeah. And we see her walk into a room with a whole bunch of replicators. Say hello. Confuse them greatly. Replicator spirit activate and closes her eyes. Activate and activates, and all the replicators in the room just find themselves breaking apart and collecting onto Fran. It's working, and that's exactly what McKay says, basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and they just have to hold the ships. Just have to hold the line a little longer. He tells Caldwell. Mm-hmm. And called to Mr. Sam that they may not be able to hold this line much longer, as we see a traveler ship be destroyed. Oof. But they'll do what they have to do. Sam doesn't think the replicators know what's going on on the planet yet. Mm-hmm. And we see this shot of the replicator city and this giant mercury blob just explode out of one of the buildings, glopping over the city yep. as we see streams of more replicator bits being yep. drawn to it. Yep. And on Laren's ship, they detect one of the replicator ships is... I think the way to describe it, I think the replicator ship is planning the Admiral Holdo maneuver. Oh, okay. Because it's like they're heading towards us and and and, and starting up their hyperdrive. Yeah, something weird's happening. I, yeah, I pretty. I think the replicators are about to plan an Admiral Holdo. Boom! Oh, I could I could watch that scene again. That scene, that is one of the that scene and that moment is one of everyone has those touchstone moments that they always remember seeing in the theater. Yeah. That with the silence. It's so it's like it's a punch in the gut. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. that is one of those moments that I will always recount being in the theater to see. Yeah. That's fair. Because yep. it was amazing. Yes. Also I love Admiral Holdo. Yeah. 
What's her name again? I, what am I thinking of? I literally now just call her Admahaldo. I, I think that's why my brain's been skipping because I'm sitting here going, I don't remember your name. I don't remember her name. She's been in a thousand things. Anyway, keep going. I'll okay, find so John sees the ship. He's able to send enough drones to break past the replicator Laura drones. Jern, Laura Jern. Yes, thank okay. you. I love her so much. Yep. Um, and there's another hive ship nearby that also explodes. Uh-huh. And down in the core room, McKay admits to Ronan that this is all working faster than he imagined and anticipated. Uh-huh. Pretty soon it's going to be large enough to pull the replicators shit, down shit, from shit, orbit. Shit, shit, shit. Don't, don't jinx it. It's fine. On the Apollo, the ships are in rough shape, and hopefully this is going to be over soon, but they are getting to the point of possibly having to transfer power from the Asgard beam to the shields, because I'm sure that beam noms all the power. Oh, yeah. Nom, nom power. That's a big suck. <laughs> And as they're, it's it's that point as they're talking that they start seeing all of the replicator cells start being pulled out of orbit. Yeah, down to the planet. This is working. This is working. Which, admittedly, Ellis is like son of a bitch. Yeah, he actually did it. Oh, I do love that we get this moment, considering the later moment. I know. Yeah. Anyway, on the planet, the the you know. Replazilla, it's just massive. Uh huh. It's, it's full kaiju. It's coming. It's, Lord, it it's is here. disrupting structures enough that the room McCain Ronan are in is starting to become unstable, and mm-hmm. it's getting so heavy that it's starting to sink into the planet's surface. Yikes! Um, you need better supports if you're going to be building. A replica you, you just have to remember that you need better supports. You can't be building it in, like, sandy earth like Florida. You also know that you can't just put wooden supports inside a concrete thing that's mm-hmm. gonna, it's gonna rot the wood. That's not gonna work. You need to keep it elevated. Yeah. Uh, and Sam, Sam radios down um, that it's looking like the mass of all of the replicators now are in one look. Like, this is all replicator now. And McKay goes to set the timer, but at that moment, all power goes out hey we didn't account for this because instead of being able to overload the zpm the masses collapse the subterranean power grid that's a thing that's a thing look it was a joke but this actually is a kaiju now yeah it, yeah mckay is mildly freaking out it's a it's a little bit like um we had all of this planned. We had everything in place, but yeah. it's like, ah, fuck! We didn't figure the generator would die. No. Like that's literally like the one thing that you're like, I can definitely count on this guy being fine. Um, so Sam offers to come down and help, <laughs> but with the power grid destroys, there's nothing to help. They have an open comm channel because John hears all this and doesn't understand the issue. Let's just send nukes down there. Fucking finish it again, again in a very like blow it up. Blow yeah. it all up. Um, it, but just fire a few nukes down there is not going to get the job done because explosion has to be timed to the millisecond. Yeah. Um, That's a cantrip, boy. We need like a level five spell. Everyone's like, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> I mean, sort of, but it's a little bit of a waste of, of yeah. Meanwhile, Sam is thinking ahead mm-hmm. and she is getting sensor readings to show neutronium in the grounds around Sam the mess. Sam is so great at like... Looking at everything in to keep on the D and D metaphor, yeah. going through everything in her pack yes. to see what she can use. She's also has notes of what's in other people's packs. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely yeah making it work. 
Um, which makes sense as to why they set their city up here because Neutronium is the raw material of the replicators. Yep. It, it 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 makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It's also very dense. Mm-hmm. And McKay exclaims that they are both geniuses and explains <laughs> as he types that the mass is already sinking into the ground. So if he dials up the magnet part of uh-huh. what he did, it will also attract the raw Neutronium. <laughs> It'll sink all the way to the core which will put enough pressure on the mass to implode it, and McKay finishes, um, and and we see the mass sort of, like, stop moving uh-huh. and just sink faster. Yep. There it is. It's happening. And at that point, McKay's like, um, no, seriously, we need to get the fuck out of Everybody this courtroom. Run. run, run, far, 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 far. I did it, beam, but run. Beam me up now. Yeah. And once they're on the bridge of the Daedalus, he's like, look, this would be really, really cool to fucking watch. We shouldn't be here. We gonna die. If we can see it, we're dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the whole fleet jumps to meet at the rendezvous point as we watch the planet break up with empty ships in orbit and explode. Nice. We did it, fam. We yeah. saved the city. Back in Atlantis. Uh-huh. John is saying sorry to Laren that she lost a ship, but, you know, they knew what they signed up for. Yeah. And Laren can't stick around. She has some shit to take care of and nothing that John needs to worry his pretty little head about. Mm, interesting. John's like, well, we're allies now. Can I have your digits? Nope. For professional reasons? Uh-huh. Only professional reasons. Laren just smiles. is like, oh, that's cute. I know how to reach you. Yeah. I'll call you. <laughs> Listen, that's a little one. So I'm assuming that she's given Sam... Information on how to contact her. She is still on the fence about... I think John is tempting, but I think John is like... Okay, I'll share this because I know that I can share this experience. There are sometimes people that you're attracted to that you say, I cannot break the seal with that person. If I break the seal with that person, this is going to be a really unhealthy... Very sexually charged, yeah, thing, yeah, that will be really hard. It's like sticking yourself to sticky tape. Yeah, okay, I get that. And it's like it's gonna feel fun, but there's it's gonna be really hard to unstick once you stuck it. Yeah, <laughs> stuck it. <laughs> and I think that's what Laren's working with. So she's like, "Let you're right." She's like, "Let me talk to Sam. Let me do all the official yep. shit up here." But I'll mm, let you, I'll let you know when I need you to sit in my chair again. I'll let you know when I'm ready to break that seal. Um, before John beams away, he tells her that it was good to see her again, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Yeah, I know. I, I bet it was good to see yep. me again." Yep, I know it was. John beams down to the control room and McKay welcomes him back and the Wraith never showed at the rendezvous point and figures there was nothing to talk about with the planet gone. They're back to being enemies. Uh-huh. Um, the Wraith being back to enemies, the replicators don't exist, and McKay's ended his, his dry spell, like, all is right with the world. Yeah. Oh, I remember my other AKA. Yeah. Because we see the fake Atlantis go down. Yeah. It's Badlantis has fallen. <laughs> You're welcome. No, thank you. (laughs) McKay is actually working on how to remove the planet from the database. It's actually difficult to remove a planet. Yeah, I like this. Imagine. I like this narc from John. Like, you should be good by that by now. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, you can't resist bringing that up. I once accidentally destroyed a couple of planets. Yeah. He's like, it was a solar system. Yeah, I mean. 
Technically, so did Sam, because she took their solar part of their system. And, you know, Sam designed the system back in the SGC. It's a lot easier yeah, to take planets and remove easy, it from the system no there. Yeah. Um, and just like that, M7R227 is gone. And Yay. then head off to a late dinner. McKay would have really loved to see Ellis's face Everything's when his plan works. So it's uh, because Ellis, Ellis is such a tool and John likes him. He's a yeah. good guy. Excellent judge of character. Mm. There's the head off. <laughs> the camera pushes into the screen. The music stays creepy. Fade to black, fade to black. We dissolve to a debris field. No. I believe it's around here. I was like, make sure you're watching. Yeah, you're you're like, please be paying attention. Yeah. Uh, to where a planet used to be. I don't like. Please know Alderaan jokes. Huh. In the middle, there is a replicator ship. Mm-hmm. And the camera cuts to being on the bridge. On board, we hear them remarking that the intel was correct. The planet was completely destroyed. There are no replicator cells as the camera continues to pan, finally revealing who is in command of this ship. It appears Mm. to be one Elizabeth Weir remarking how they can finally get to work without having to look over their shoulders. And it is time to begin. Well, this can't be great. And I love that the producers did not put Tori's name yep. at the start of the episode. They saved that for the end. Okay, I got another AKA. Yeah. Root of Weirville. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. Uh, you you just had happen? you yeah. just had silence at this reveal. I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't. You're like I can't grok scream. No, no. I went full Drakey and my brain went no like no like no like. Uh, she has that cool like leather version of her jacket oh, she, though. Yeah, she's evil weird. She could be evil super weird. super cool You're, badass. You gotta have leather. She gotta have that emo clothes going. Yeah. Uh, All I'm, she's missing is an eye patch. I'm very excited. <laughs> or like bangs. Like yeah. those emo bangs from the early aughts. Just a goatee. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh, she needs a goatee, a little triangle goatee. Yep. It's a bangs. You... Yeah. Um, holy shit. This is this is going places that SG1 never went. No. And I love it so much for that. You know, we had a few times where it's like, Daniel might be evil. But it, but, but it you was never so, yeah. actually the the closest you ever got to actually believing that Daniel might be evil was at the end where he like became a prior sort of yeah but yeah. like you didn't actually think well, Daniel even, was evil and just for some reason he felt like less of a threat than an evil Weir like but the the great part is because of what's happened to Weir's story mm-hmm. you legit don't know what the fuck is no, going on no idea. What is this? Are you a replicator? Are you our weir who died? Yeah. Are you a new weir? Yeah. Are you Taylor's baby coming back from the future? <laughs> what are you? How are you doing this? <laughs> Weir's actually been Taylor's child the whole it's time. It's been River Song all along. Spoilers. Oh my god. <laughs> I I, le- oh. I legitimately uh, River might be a character I love more than Doctor She's, himself. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um. What's 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 our future look like? What's up next? Next up, spoils of war. Oof. I will say, um, we are going to have a week. Yes. Off. Yes. Before we get to spoils of war, I will be out of the office, if you will. <laughs> you will 
yes. I will be out of the office You're... and I will tell you all more after my out of the office adventures. Yes. I don't want to jinx it. It's fine. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'll see y'all the week before Christmas. Nope. No. The week after the Christmas? At some point. We'll see you guys soon, okay? Yeah. But we love you. And uh, you know where to find us on Twitter for a terror podcast. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Facebook at the Snowflake Sectera. You can email us at the Snowflake Sectera at gmail.com. Listen, I could pull a, a, a calendar up right now, but I'm not going to. There's going to be next week when you hear this. Next Tuesday, no podcast. Tuesday after that, yes, podcast. Podcast. <laughs> podcast, no. Podcast, yes. Yes. Like us and rate us and review us and do all the That's things. That's the thing I forgot to say the rest of my thing. Okay, but we love you guys. Um, be safe and uh, if you're traveling or doing things, and be be kind yeah, and safe. I and can't careful. remember if we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna have an episode before uh, the holidays. Yeah. Um, one holidays passed. If you celebrate Hanukkah, yeah, happy holiday. If you celebrate Yule, happy Yule. If we you, celebrate Christmas. Happy Christmas. If you, we may hit you before Festivus. I don't remember when Festivus is. I don't. I don't remember either. Okay. If you celebrate anything in December, happy fucking holiday. Yeah, because it is a chock full of holidays for all the people. So many holidays. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye. That was. It.